This is KMKR 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. Is this on? Is anybody listening? Is anybody there? Is something stuck between my teeth? Did I think to comb my hair? How come there's crickets in this place? Outside's where they belong. I can't believe this silence. Like the dark before the dawn. <laughs> I'd give for any sign of life. I'd settle for a yawn. <sighs> really makes me wonder. Is, is this, this on? on? Is this our fan too loud? Are you hearing the fan a lot? I think we're going to be okay. Okay, we're going to be okay. Stuffy in here. It's a little stuffy. Hey, Phil, on my way here tonight, I stopped day. at Trader Joe's. On the way. On the way here because I, maybe people want to believe this or understand it, but after when I get home after the show, I'm always a little wired. Are you a little wired when you get home? Sure. Thinking about what you said, what happened, all that. Did everything oh, yeah. Happen. So I thought, well, I'll pick up some popcorn. Yeah. For after the show. Beautiful selection I'll, always. I'll watch, the, I'll watch something on TV and popcorn. So I go to check it out, and the guy there checking me out, there's only like three customers in the store. They're about to close, you know, and he's very lively, like very wired, like psyched. <laughs> and so we start talking about popcorn. I go, well, I'm a popcorn. I think they call that fentanyl. I think they are stocking the shelves, and he yes. uh, had a little help. Anyway, uh, so we're talking about popcorn, and he goes, well, I just learned how to make it myself. <laughs> and I'm I like, what does that entail? Because, you know, if you have a microwave and a finger, you pretty much can make popcorn, right? Uh-huh. You think he's doing it the old Jiffy Pop way, Dave? Well, no. What he said was he was talking about making movie theater-style popcorn at home. You know, it always tastes different in the movie theater. Of course. And he said, the secret is the ghee. Ah, the ghee. The ghee the, is uh, the secret. buttery product. <laughs> That's right. The, uh, the, uh, I think it is from India, Dave. Yeah, it's, uh, it's melted and clear, I guess, the ghee. Okay. The geek. And that would be, uh, uh, I, I, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, hoity-toity on you, Dave, but I believe that is G-H-E-E. -E. And it's a word I've often used in words with friends. Ah, okay, all right. Okay. So put that in your now, pocket. Now, there's also a gi that is a robe for, like, martial arts, right? But that's the G-H-I? Gee, I'm not familiar with that yeah, one, Dave. Yeah, uh, yeah. Elvis I, I, always I, wore a gi. Yeah. Especially when he... Was getting his weight was getting up there. Oh, oh, the, the Elvis type of geek. That's a geek. Yeah, sure, a the karate moves yeah. from yeah. Uh, yeah. Suspicious Minds, Dave. <laughs> you know, uh, as you mentioned, that we have got to get Elvis back up here in the studio. We really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, before the Oscars. Before the yeah, Oscars, no to. greater film star yeah. Yeah. than the King himself, yeah. Dave. Yeah. I'd like to know what what was going on behind the scenes with Anne Margaret. Well, uh, you know, he's. Uh, Pretty much a gentleman, as I remember, Elvis. I don't know if he's going to kiss and tell, but uh, maybe not. But, but that uh, was that was uh, quite a dynamite combination. Yeah. Those two together, boy. We might get it out of uh, yeah. you know uh, Circle K, Elvis. Right. Maybe. people make. I thought Elvis was a little buzzed, maybe from uh, some of the energy drinks the night he was in. <laughs> well, you know, they say on, on you know deathbed confessions are yeah very con considered very accurate. So maybe after you die, you're still considered. That's right. Record. So anyway, hey. about popcorn and then he, that was it. Uh, well, that sounds great. What, what type of popcorn will you be having, Dave? It is kettle corn. Kettle corn. kettle corn, yeah. 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 And it's, in a, it's already popped in a bag. Popped. It's got the sweet and salty in it. Yeah. You know, and all that. They've got quite the selection of they do. Uh, the popcorn. They do. Yeah. Snacks in general. Yeah, they do. You, can, you can't yeah. do too much better than Trader yeah. Joe's. No, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Lots of different kinds of chips. and I mean, then they're yeah. like little candies. That good, so. Yeah. Hey. And... Uh, 
Let's talk a little bit about uh, tonight's show, yes. Dave. We have, you know, we have really uh, had a lot of authors in. Uh, the Prince was here, Prince uh, Andrew. Yes. As you recall. Uh -huh. That was a very interesting visit. Yeah. Uh, talk about kissing and telling. Yeah. No, he was uh, wide open. He let everyone wow. know. Yeah. Did he uh, lay into the royal family? Really yeah. yeah. If you haven't heard that, that's one to go back in the uh, <laughs> archives of the podcast and uh, check it out. By the way, take a second before we, we go on about this to remind folks that, uh, of course, you're listening right now live to KMKR 99.9 FM here at beautiful Zero Craft and the wonderful makerspace that they are. And let's just say the makerspace, it's been very, very busy the last Hop couple months, I think, here. A lot of people Hop are coming out and if yeah. you're of that mind at all to make things, create yeah. things. Uh, My know, theory, Dave, is now. that uh, they are creating new members with the 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like there's they more They all look similar, did they not? <laughs> They're just cloning each other down there. They all, in, 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 was it me, Dave, or did they all look like George Santos? <laughs> with the glasses, yeah. you know, they all, where do you get those well, glasses? so there's a few bugs in the system yeah. still, but they'll fix that. All right, yeah, yeah. all right. Um, and then, of course, uh, Sean Connery uh, yeah. being brought back to life. Right. And we had that little visit from him. And then I think, I don't know if he, he you know, blew a gasket or something, but uh, he had to go. It was running <laughs> out of power. They plug him in. That's right over at Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got You got to keep him cold. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So back, uh, of course, never uh, uh, can we speak about this beautiful Zero Craft makerspace too much. No. But back to the authors we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, uh, we've had other uh, distinguished authors in, uh, Bernie Sanders. And, mm -hmm. by the way, I, I think Bernie has a new book, so we could expect a visit from Bernie as well. Mm -hmm. and I hope I'm, we can get him to open up this time. I hope so. Yeah. I'm going to take a wild guess, Dave, and say it's about income inequality. <laughs> 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 So we always love to talk about it. It's going to be My Summer in France by Bernie Sanders. Well, it, it could be a chapter about the great delis across America, so. too. So yeah, you I hope, hope so. for that yeah, with sure. Bernie. Maybe a cookbook. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. Yeah. But we'll, we'll reach out to Bernie. But we have another author uh, with us tonight. Dare I say, before we have to say presidential candidate. Well, it's coming. But the book was released earlier uh, this week, Dave, The Courage to Be Free. Mm -hmm. And who do you think wrote that? Well, I know the answer. Yes. That's uh, Governor uh, DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, right? yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, it'll be... Uh, you know, uh, he's so excited about having that book published, uh, he's already uh, banned it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he's already canceled that's it. That's right. <laughs> that you, they, uh, you, it, it's very interesting how it works, Dave. You purchase the book, you give them your credit card, they give you the book, and then they take the book back. <laughs> you can't read that. It's, you can't beat that. That's Well, well he's Harvard educated, Dave. He, yeah, he would have yeah. figured that out. Yeah. Uh, well, the beauty, well, the beauty of that is it's, it saves money because they only have to print one book. Yeah. Because you got to give it back. Yeah. Or uh, Dave, just heads up, uh, Governor DeSantis is due here in, uh, in about about 20 minutes or okay. so, as we right. were told. Okay. But uh, I wanted to just remind you, Dave, we don't want to get on the governor's bad side. It seems like he might have a bit of a temper. Uh, don't call him Ron DeSanctimonious. <laughs> or meatball run. I think I would lay off of those. You know, two. I was thinking on the way here about this, Phil. I go, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm very, I'm good for radio. I'm throw up my hands. Yeah. 
politics and the government and everything else because just everything has happened. It's just not, I mean, like you know, the IRS just you fed up. For, just forgot to audit Trump's tax. They just forgot to do it. You know, right. the Supreme Court doesn't know which one of them leaked the abortion. Right. That's right. There's only nine of them. You know, they, they they work in the same building. They can't figure out who it is. They know. It, it's such a mess. And then I go, here we are. I've read op-eds. Yes. I've read think pieces about what nickname will Trump saddle DeSantis with. Yes. And the fact that this is the level of argument going on in politics today is like, come on. Yes. And, uh, Through Dave, the looking glass. But, but that's always fascinating, of course. Uh, there was one addition, and I'm, and I'm, I'm blanking on it. It, had, it indicated that he was sh short in stature. Uh, right. Yeah. And I, it's escaping me. It'll, it'll, it'll no doubt come up. Yeah. Uh, it's not mini I'm, Rod. I'm sure it was extremely clever. Yes. Yes. Well, he's the former <laughs> president. So we will look very forward to having uh, Governor uh, DeSantis okay. uh, in with us. And Dave, uh, very interesting, before the governor gets here, uh, you and I were chatting a little bit, and I, I, I was reading up on the governor's life and uh, politics. Did you know, Dave, that he was on the Dunedin, Florida Little League team that went to the Little League World Series? Didn't. I'd be hard-pressed to, to give you somewhere like in the early 90s is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. and I, I, then, did not, I did not know that, and I was surprised. He was and I remember pitcher, that team, uh, and I was surprised to hear that. Yeah, Pitcher, uh, a uh, third baseman, supposedly mm -hmm. quite good. Mm -hmm. uh, goes on, Dave, to play baseball for Yale yeah. and winds up captain of the team. So we'll have you know, to know who else played to baseball at Yale? <clears throat> President Bush. President Bush, yeah, yeah. First Bush. Yeah, the first Daddy Bush. Bush. <laughs> yeah, there's a photo of him with Babe Ruth. You've seen that photo, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, it's surprising. I mean, for one thing, I like you mentioned earlier, it's funny he doesn't mention that. He doesn't talk about those no. things because they're such great accolades. You had a theory. Um, well, my theory on his going to Yale is yeah. that his the people who support him don't have a lot of great respect for Yale. Correct. Or college education, or any education, Correct. or the Correct. alphabet. You maybe <laughs> could get away, Dave, with maybe Glendale Community College. <laughs> That's right. <yeah. laughs> and you didn't finish. Kissimmee, Kissimmee JC, yeah. Yeah, you took true. like a jewelry course or something. <laughs> but the other thing, too, is like, like, you know, I'm a big baseball fan, so are you. And it's like, when I hear somebody plays, plays played baseball, I, you know, that to me that gives them a little credibility. You know? Yeah, but I remember Trump used to brag about being a good ball player in college, and I thought, well, it's surprising he's such a jerk because ball players are—I mean, not that there aren't jerks, but you know—they have a sense of the way baseball is, fair play, and things are leisurely, yeah. and it's more of a casual game like that. But not surprisingly, I think Trump yeah. made all that up. I think it was. I was just going to say, you Dave, know? you don't get the attributes when you lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come with the attributes. Uh, and I'm well, sure, my, th my here's my theory. You know, uh, Trump's parents, they hated him. You know, they didn't like him. Everyone hates him. Yeah, I mean, his parents right away. So they sent him to that uh, military school, you know. And when he came back, you know, his father, I, you know, Fred is behind the, the Wall Street Journal or something like that. Yes. And, uh, and Trump's, you know, little Donnie Trump is like, you know, trying to get his attention. Then he, then he goes, hey, Dad, we won the game last week because I hit a home run to win the game. And I made a catch to save the game, too. And then his dad lowers the paper, and he's like, you know, I'm proud of you, son. That's great, really. That's great. And that's when Trump realized, get somebody to believe the lie, 
you're on your way. And that's yeah. what he figured you can do from then on. Was always to, No question. It's you know. been a great career yeah. uh, of, of lying. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's gotten uh, to uh, places that no one could ever have imagined. Yeah. And he may very well get there again. Well, we don't a, know. Well, there's another place I would hope he would get well, to. Well, and there's there. another uh, governor who could stand in the way of That's that. Right, and yeah. we're going to have him here in the studio in, in a little while, in 10 or 15 minutes. I understand he's on the way now from the airport, Dave. Now, uh, do you want to talk about what you're watching, Phil? What yeah. What are you watching? Yeah. In fact, I think we, we mentioned this a few months back when we heard it was in production. And this is, Dave, mm -hmm. you remember, of course, a film uh, had to be uh, 80s. Yeah. Uh, the History of the World, Part 1, Mel Brooks, mm -hmm. of course. Yep. And it was a series of vignettes, you know, that shows uh, moments in history as only Mel Brooks could. And uh, it was a large cast with a lot of great cameos mm -hmm. and uh, it was narrated Dave by Orson Welles if you recall right 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 and in a kind of very heavy historical approach you know <laughs> to his narration was funny and they continue that now with I would say history out of, the, of the world the first part one, two sorry, sorry, yeah no I was gonna just say we we talked about this a little bit you know I wasn't and I yeah I mean people now discovering Mel Brooks they Love that movie, but you know it was it was a very um, it was a very uh, checkered film. The first one, like a lot of sketch stuff, is some of it's very funny, some of it's not so funny, uh, like that. But I think that uh, the uh, Inquisition scene is kind of a classic scene. Classic scene. And also the, that's where the phrase uh, "It's good to be the king" comes from. Of and course, you, which you hear a lot. Yeah, know. Mel Brooks uh, portrayed several yeah. uh, characters in that film. And uh, I would say, upon a rewatching several years ago, I think the parts that you know I found hilarious uh, when it first came out in the '80s still quite funny. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think I appreciated the film a little bit more uh, given its historical context. Mm -hmm. And I think did it's you, been did you, that did way. Did your knowledge of history uh, increase? Did you oh, learn something? Without question, it's the sole source of my <laughs> knowledge of history is everything from that film. And of course, uh, I think partly, and I, 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 I get what you're saying, and I think that was the common refrain about the film. I'm going to guess, like, probably a lot of people gave it like three stars, yeah. two and a half stars. Yeah. Uh, I think it had come at a time when Brooks had done such groundbreaking work yeah. with Blazing Saddles and then Young Frankenstein and mm -hmm. High Anxiety, High anxiety. Mm -hmm. that even, the expectations even, uh, the were movie, so great. The silent movie, those, and those are, I think, are his four movie. real crown jewels. Those, yeah. were, those were solid movies that held together all the way through and were very yes. concise. And, and this is a sketch movie. It's I always be. had this theory about history of the world. And if Mel Brooks is listening, uh, we'd love to have him <laughs> as a guest on the show so we could ask him. Uh, and that is, History of the World and all those sketches reminded me of his very, I don't know if it was his first film, but it was one of his very early films before yeah, yeah. Blazing Saddles, The Twelve Chairs. Yeah, uh -huh. And it was very slapsticky in that way. And it wasn't, uh, it was sort of one long sketch. Mm-hmm. And I often thought to myself, I wonder if Brooks had written History of the World Part One long before it was produced. Mm. 
and because it, it seemed to call back to his earlier style. Yeah. You know, I would say the same thing about Woody Allen. You know, mm -hmm. there's such a distinction between his later films and his early right. films. Not right. that there wasn't merit to to all of them, and you know, you know, uh, but you could kind of tell at what period it was written. I notice that sometimes I'll catch an old film and I'll think to myself, what period in this person's career mm. was that? Mm -hmm. And I think that helps me. Well, I would say probably the case because of his background, Mel Brooks, you know, if you all know, wrote for the great uh, Sid Caesar's Your Show of Shows, right. which was a 90-minute live sketch comedy show. That was yep. pressure. And, uh, they had some musical acts, but not too many. It was mostly that, that it was just live that way. And uh, I would, you'd have to think that probably any scene from history uh, or literature or anything had been kicked around that writer's room. So even if he hadn't written the, the way back then, they probably were formed or partly in his head because certainly there would have been yeah. things they would, have, they would have done. And you know, Dave, I was uh, hoping to engage you in this conversation tonight because it's a subject you raise often and, and, and I'm always willing to discuss it. And that is this whole idea of wokeness mm -hmm. and how it's come into the evaluation of, you know, works of art as well as, you know, mm -hmm. textbooks, and we'll talk to Governor DeSantis more about yeah. it later, but I thought in my general review of uh, History of the World Part Two, which is what we're leading into, the new effort on Hulu, and of course, <laughs> I'm sorry I have to say this, but for those... Uh, listening uh, that are that are younger than us which is most everybody yeah. mel brooks is alive and well <laughs> and is working on this film and has now taken that role as the narrator that orson welles did right. in yeah. uh, part yeah. one yeah. so he's very involved and he does kind of uh promos for it also on hulu uh we'll just let everybody know that hulu is a subscription service but they do offer a one month free trial so it's a way of seeing it if, if you're <coughs> hard-pressed, yeah. uh, as, as we know most comedians are, Dave. Uh, but my point and the reason I wanted to engage you in this conversation is, let's say uh, they came to you, Dave, and said, we're thinking of doing History of the World Part Two, picking up from the old Brooks film. Uh -huh. What do you think would be discussed in the writer's room? I'd have to think this whole air idea of wokeness has to come up because Brooks in his own day mm -hmm. was considered not very woke. Mm -hmm. I don't know that the term was around then, but you know, the famous like farting scene right. in mm -hmm. uh, Blazing Saddles. Mm -hmm. uh, there were the, the punch of the horse, if you remember. Yeah. By I uh, think he would have gotten at that time it would have been more a question of, well, is that in, is that in bad taste, people would say. Yeah, uh, but there certainly were some... Yes. Well, was there anything that you heard in there that you went, oh, the, the people that are really woke are not going to like that. Were there any racist, racial jokes or? Oh yes, yes, uh, or at least ethnic. Yeah. Uh, uh, many because, you know, they're talking about a time in history, of course, which is you know why why I might argue why it's relevant. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, thinking back uh, to what we were talking about, blazing saddles. Also, of course, the use of the word you know that rhymes with oh, trigger. Yeah. You know, right, so. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, there were more of those uh -huh. in this. Um, Wait, there was frequent use of the N-word, are you saying? No, oh, but use of, of terms of uh -huh. ethnic and racial yeah. epithets. Boy, I wonder if, A like, lot of Civil War, <laughs> uh, the Civil War is covered heavily. Oh, okay. 
I wonder if like a yeah. contemporary woke audience watching All in the Family because Archie, yeah. he, he used all the slurs. I mean, I learned a few from him. <laughs> exactly right, Dave. And uh, I think you and I are generally pretty much simpatico on this discussion. Uh, that it's when you have to look at comedy, or I would even extend that to art in general, through a filter, it already you've damaged the process. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, you and I talk about this yeah. with you know a lot of shows in town here and around the country that now have, you know, like a three-paragraph disclaimer right. about what you know what jokes can be told. Yeah. And first off, I'd say it's all well and good, and and people that are having a, a show like that and publish that in advance. That's your expectation, and people should abide by that expectation, oh, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Or don't go to the show. Yeah, there's no point in going, yeah. But I was thinking to myself, if most people, I think, although the type of folks who might run a show like that that is, you know, kind of woke, might not have the same end goal as a lot of other comedians of, like, working in clubs or, right. you know, being on the road. Yeah. But I'm thinking to myself, well... Who's more popular and, you know, more in the moment than uh, <laughs> the uh, the great comedian who got slapped? Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah. who just did his special live on Netflix. And I was thinking to myself, he, he two minutes into his show, he would have been banned at one of these, right. one of these yeah, shows yeah. with yeah. The disclaimers. Yeah. The same is true of anyone, Joe Rogan or... Well, I think it's like, you know, and we talk about this too, it's like the, the basic tenets of, air quotes, wokeness, you, you can't argue with because they're talking about don't be racist, don't be in bad taste. I would love to you know, don't, don't tell bad taste jokes, don't punch down, be tolerant, don't be racist, all the things are good. But the problem I have is who's determining if you're doing those things? Who, who's, yeah. who's self-appointed to say, now nah, that was out of line? You gotta let comics just throw their stuff out there. The audience will tell you. The right. The market will decide. Right. Right. I I, I completely agree. And anyway, it, it, you know, it's a uh, a small segment, but you'd have to have had that discussion going into the production of this film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think they chose the right answer. And there's also there's probably a ton of stuff on the cutting room floor that was hilarious, but they go, eh, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be. But I got the. You know, it's got uh, a really good cast and some oh, yeah, great yeah. cameos. And it looks to me like the main drivers of it were Nick Kroll, uh -huh. who's got a million great yeah. sitcom writing credits and animated and, writing and credits. He's, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny too. Himself. Yeah. And Ike Barinholtz. Yeah. One of my favorite from Mad TV goes way back to me. And they're always one of my favorites on that show. Very His funny, portrayal, very I would guy. say, of Ulysses Grant was, <laughs> Did you capture him? Was, was quite, quite unique. Right. So, oh. and, and, of course, uh, I wanted to just, uh, you know, relate, Dave, uh, some of the, you know, uh, folks in the film. And... Uh, from the Los Angeles Times, Dave, I just wanted to recall just a brief narrative about the film. Mm -hmm. If you don't count the years when he worked as a drummer, a tumbler, and a teenage comic in the Catskills, Mel Brooks began his showbiz career, as you said, Dave, running for Sid Caesar. He returned in the mid-60s to co-create Get Smart, mm -hmm. and he's now 
back again with Hulu's History of the World Part Two, a sequel, Dave, to his 1981 okay. History mm -hmm. of the World Part One. Mm -hmm. The film is a series of sketches set in the Stone Age, ancient Rome, the Spanish Inquisition, revolutionary France is not only one of the best to be remembered, or would likely to be, but it is one Brooks movie that suggests a second edition. And it's built into the title, of course. Well, History of the World Part Two is both a sequel and a redemption. Uh, vulgar, vulgar is the word. Yeah, vulgar, name. okay. Mm -hmm. Funny, fun, and smart about history in the modern world. It has been made, and one might guess primarily by younger hands. Uh, well, they would have to be, given that Brooks is 96. But it is recognizably the school of Mel, uh -huh. with an added air of tribute and celebration. And that's what I was sharing with you, my general thoughts. Mm -hmm. It was truly a tribute to Mel mm -hmm. Brooks, and in a very loving way. Uh, most notable, the visible among his new collaborators, like Ike Barinholtz, Wanda Sykes, prominent in this. Uh -huh. I think executive producer as well. <clears throat> really? Oh. Yes. Mm. And Nick Kroll, who take a number of roles throughout the show. All are credited as executive producers and writers, as is Brooks, or American treasure Mel Brooks, as he introduces himself. Uh -huh. With its mix of short pieces and longer, people remember Kroll from The Kroll Show. Mm-hmm. In, in the league, if you ever watch the league. Yes. And, Dave, it's worth watching uh, for the one moment where he pays homage to Gene Wilder. Oh, okay. And I'll leave it at that. No, yeah. no more spoiler alert than no, that. i got to check it out. I think it's probably, uh, probably quite a bit better than the first one. Yeah. Because of the... Uh, it's the, really great. Uh, some might certainly find the series blasphemous, given its several takes on Jesus. Yeah. Well. And also a subject of the uh, famous 2,000-year-old man. Uh, also, uh, there is a tremendously funny spot, Dave. No more spoiler alert than just the, the topic. Uh -huh. uh, where they actually do a segment as if it is a Curb Your Enthusiasm segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> very, very All funny. All right, I'm going to check it out. Check it out. Uh, J.B. Uh, Smoove is in it. Uh -huh. So yep. a character from Curb, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really, really very well done. Okay, I'll check it out. Uh, I'm going to go again like I would have gone in 1981, Dave, and say three stars. Okay. Not okay. perfect. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, I kind of think that 1981, that came out, like you said, he was writing a hot hand then. And yeah, maybe it was maybe it was rushed out a yeah. little bit and it wasn't really, this sounds like this is a lot more care has been taken with this. And, of course, you've got a, a whole stable of, you know, young writers writing it instead of, you know, old uh, Hollywood hackers. Yes. You know. And just, Dave, uh, to just mention a few of the cameos and and, and, and more than cameos, roles in, in different sketches. Josh Gad. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Mm -hmm. Extremely funny, by the way, as the author of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> the author. Okay. okay. Roddy Chang. Dave is in as Kublai Khan. Fred Armisen. Right. Uh, plays yeah. a part as a uh, <laughs> the original pyramid scheme, let's call it. <laughs> okay. So here I am. I'm laughing when I'm thinking about yeah. it. Oh, and the delightful Dave, um, star of Abbott Elementary. Oh, uh, what's her name? Yes. Brunson, right? What's her first name? With a Q. Quint Quinta Brunson? Quinta Brunson. Quinta Brunson. Very good. Yeah. 
very, very good. Rob Codry is in it. That was great. Yep. It just you're you're going to see a lot of people, and you're going to go, oh, that's that's you yeah. know, who I like. So I give it a a, a big nod up. Uh-huh. I think if you're a Mel Brooks fan, you've got to see. Yeah, it. you probably should. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're getting word, Dave, that the limousine has arrived. Well, I got the two airport. quick things here before we get to that. That'll give uh, Governor DeSantis time to get uh, use get the restroom, here. get up here. Okay. Here, uh, Phil, because here's what I've been watching, so you know uh, what my question's at here. Um, Excuse me. I, Phil, were you a fan of the old Magic Johnson talk show by chance? Of course. <laughs> Dave, the, uh, it was the train wreck that you could not take a look at. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was only on for like six weeks or something. They pulled it really bad. Or the Chevy Chase talk show. Remember Chevy Chase? That was horrible. Sure, it sure. It was horrible. Yeah. Well, I've discovered a worthy successor to those two. It's the daytime talk show hosted by Jennifer Hudson. Ooh. Have you happened to catch any of this? It is you know, I have seen it go by in the guide. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it, is, uh, it is a challenge. It looked like <laughs> it would be something I'd have to tune in for the train wreck possibility. Yeah, yeah. She is a deer. Go ahead. She's spill, a deer. In the, she's a, well, she's a deer in the headlights the whole time. Yeah. She's like, you know, she walks out and, and it's like, oh, my God, there's a show. There's cameras. Um She's not equipped for this. God bless her. She's a very talented and great singer. A uh, Chicagoan, I believe. What's that? A Chicagoan. Is, your, oh, is she? Yeah. Um, but it just, you know, she just, she's she's overawed by things everybody says. Remember Merv Griffin used to do that? Oh, sure. Anything. It was like, you know, oh, oh, well, we went to San Diego over the week. <gasps> I love San Diego. And it's like. You know, let him tell a story. <laughs> it's, all, it's not all the way through like that. It's just all, or they, and they all, but they find ways to pay tribute to her, uh, the show, the producers, so that you know you kind of remember why she's famous. Uh, but it's it's it's. Uh, I feel sorry for her. I couldn't watch too much. I felt bad. I would say, Dave, uh, what you're describing, I think I've brought up before uh, about the Drew Barrymore show. Yeah. Which is also a talk show. Yeah. Uh, uh, not every show is a tribute to her, but there's a point oh, yeah. in every show where she's going to start crying. Yeah. There's a lot of ass kissing on that show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And one more thing I want to say. This is a personal story Please. I want to share with you. This is Saturday night. Film. Wow. Saturday night. Uh, I was going to see a concert at the Rialto. There are a couple... I'm not going to uh, interrupt your story, Deb. I'm just going to tell you that Governor DeSantis is going through the library right now here at Zero Griff. <laughs> so he's going to be a few minutes. With pinking shears? Is he yeah. just chopping books up? Yeah. Anyway... So, so I'm going to see um, um, Dave Alvin. A lot of people haven't heard of these guys, but they have a very strong following. Dave that name Alvin sounds familiar. He had a band called The Knitters a few years yeah, back with yeah. his brother Phil, Dave and Phil, and um, and the other guy was uh, Jimmy Dale Gilmore, who's with a band called The Flatlanders out of West Texas. I'm a big fan of The Flatlanders. Wow. So I want to go see him. Sounds so, like KXCI nowadays. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That I bet mean, they, uh, they might play a little bit of that. That was uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Flatlanders with Jimmy Dale Gilmore. Um, anyway, so I didn't want to go by myself because that's sad, you know. So I asked my friend Yesenia. You know Yesenia, right? Yes. Yesenia, German. So Yesenia is, um, you know, she's, well, she's young. She's sensitive. And about, lovely. She's very pretty, yeah. She's sensitive about her age, so I won't say, but oh. she's, she's young and, you know. Let's just say she's at that milestone in life where you're still young, but you start complaining that you're old. I that's see. where she is. So, now, but the thing about Yesenia is she's so great because, well, she's pretty and she's young and, you know. We're just friends, as she reminds me every time. Is is that uh, she like? I'll take her to see uh, like Three Dog Night, Phil. 
Yeah. Like their last hit was 20 years before she was born, right? But right. she but she always researches whatever we're going to see, and she knows things about them. She knows the songs. It's really great that she does that. So, Phil, after the show, we have a drink. We're walking around 4th Avenue. It's, uh, it's like 1 in the morning, Saturday, late Saturday night. This young woman comes up to us. I think pretty sure she was a prostitute. Comes up to us. She pulls Yesenia aside, and she asks her if she is with me against her will. <laughs> you catch this, Phil? <laughs> Let me just say, I wasn't groping her, grabbing her, yelling Dave at her, was, demanding uh, her to tell me to get get my money, bitch, or anything. Was Chris Hansen sitting nearby? <laughs> wow! I was like, wow, now, wow, a prostitute, but I'm I, yeah. I, I'm too sketchy. <laughs> but uh, Dave, uh, that's the theme of the evening, and as I say, with Governor DeSantis, we'll talk about it for sure, but. Isn't that, shouldn't that be a sort of woke attack on you? Absolutely, yeah. No, that's I, was, ages. I, was, I was profiled. That's ages. I was profiled, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Wow. Okay. Wow. But, you know what, uh, Dave, I, I like to put a positive spin on it. My name is Fitz. You're listening to Is This On? On KMKR. Hello, fans, friends, listeners, and mm, podcast pundits. It's your old friend Art Fern here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. First of all, it's free. Who doesn't like that? There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or mm, your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on... So let's just say you're being noticed by more young women. <laughs> How about that? Okay, all right. I don't know. I, I, I was like, I got home and I go, I go I'm never going to go out in public again. This is how I look. I look like I'm like a pervert or a trafficker. You're nodding, Phil. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, chewing a cough drop. No, that was by chewing. No, no, I'm, I'm with you, Dave. Solidarity on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I know your friend. She's a lovely person. Yeah. And uh, why can't you go see a concert together? I know, yeah. You and, Aren't you colleagues? Are both in the real estate Both in the real estate business, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So there you are. So that was my yeah. night of uh, humiliation. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten used to it. Right. You were just hoping to show her the downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, I think it's time. Oh, I hear him coming. Uh, Continuing our series of contemporary authors, 
And, uh, as, and as know, always, we're right on top of the political news, oh, too. as well. Uh, Prince Andrew was our last uh, uh, celebrity author that was in, and now we've got another political author. Oh, here he is. Here he is, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Governor. Governor Ron DeSantis. Um, Take um, it away, um, Dave, on the intro. Okay, uh, so we've got with us uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. He has not yet, uh, Governor, you've not yet thrown your hat in the ring officially to run for president, but there's a lot of buzz about that. And thank you for joining me and Phil here on Is This On? You're quite welcome. You know, uh, something went to my sound nasally. <laughs> Some people are saying I sound nasally. I don't hear it. We don't, we don't, they don't graduate nasal <laughs> candidates at Harvard, Dave, or at Yale. And uh, need I mention also that I was a military officer in the Naval Academy. Mm, mm -hmm. So there you go. Good to be here with you guys. Well, what your is message it? is coming through you loud are, and clear. This no. is Bruce and Doug. <laughs> that's clear. That's it. It's Adam and Steve. Yeah. No, David <laughs> Phil, Governor, welcome. Okay. Go ahead. It's so, not like I don't have anything to do. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. You've written a book. We were talking about you're an author of, yes, all, of all things. and. Uh, the courage, courage to be free. To be what, what's free. the what's the main theme of that book? Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you asked that. I uh, released the book earlier this week, and uh, I uh, it's the story of my battles that I fought in Florida, in defeating the biomedical security state, to the stifling woke corporations fighting to indoctrinate our children in the schools. Mm -hmm. They strike it with the heart, at the heart of what it means to be a Floridian and an American. And I will say this to those who want to come to Florida with their wokeness. Florida is where woke and 85-year-old <laughs> Jews go to die. All right then, good, you've uh, encapsulated that well. now. Now, Governor, you, you've you you fought some battles, and uh, in particular, you battled a lot with the Disney Corporation, which is a <laughs> tremendous moneymaker in the state of Florida. How, how are you doing that, and and how has it been to go up against the great Disney Corporation, which? Well, Dave, you're Dave or you're Bruce. I'm I'm Dave. You're Dave. Mm -hmm. Phil. All right. Disney. S Stephen Phil. My feud with Disney goes back to, I think it was, 1984. Mm -hmm. Picture the DeSantis family summer vacation. Off we go to Disney World. I'm there with my sister, annoying as she may be, and a young 11-year-old Ron DeSantis, I might add, star of the Dunny Little League team, Dave, if you were a fan of the Little a League fan, World yeah. Series. Well, I had my heart set, Dave, on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. You've been on that ride? I have been many times. Phil? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Governor Joyce. Thrilling. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes, I, I would know, as you're about to find out. Well, we're in line. We get there. My father, not the most punctual of individuals, Got a late start. And we're there in the afternoon line, and it's long. Let me tell you, long. How, how long was it? Well, it was so long that it was longer than the uh, ride with the teacups, Dave. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
We were in the line uh, longer than Donald Trump's nose, Dave, when he's lying. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Pinocchio puss. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on some nicknames. You tell me if I get a good one. Well, we'll do that. And so the DeSantis family is inching up in line, and I notice the sun going down, and people picking up trash as if the park is going to close. Oh. We're at the point where I believe we're going to make it. I'm ecstatic. Ecstatic, I tell you. Even my sister was excited. Mm. We get to the front of the line. They say there's room for four more. And next to us comes a couple with a concept I was unfamiliar with, Dave, called a Disney line pass. Ooh! That's your explanation to the feud, my friend. <laughs> That's why you hate Disney. We did not get on Pirates of the Caribbean. We went instead and had a $30 ice cream cone <laughs> and then paid our $60 parking fee and the rest is history and entered the gates of hell, Disney. <laughs> Next question. Wow, so, well, you know, a lot of people wondered why you were so hard on Disney, but now I understand it. It's, uh, it's, it's a vendetta is what it is. Well, and it's the wokeness. It's the wokeness also. They... They, uh, Disney ultimately, when I raised the issue, when they were canceling some of the classic Disney films because of this wokeness, Dave mm -hmm. and uh, Jerry. Like Song of the South. Film. Film. <laughs> Song of the South. Aristocats. Anyway, the members of the Disney family, as well as the LGBTQ community in Florida and across the country, and they were only too happy to weigh in. It's a struggle. This is an episode, a microcosm of what's happening in this country. How about the Aristocats? You love that movie? Did you uh, love yeah, that Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. They depicted it as a racist caricature of East Asian peoples. False. You tell me. Was there anything funnier than the cat playing the piano with the chopsticks? <laughs> Come on! Grow a pair! It, it works on a couple Grow of levels. A pair. That's, that's great, yeah. How about, oh, come on. The, 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 the lyrics. Uh, <laughs> I hum it every day, Dave. Shanghai, Hong Kong, Egg Fu Young. Fortune cookie, always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dumbo, you love Dumbo? Dumbo was great. Dumbo. Oh, <laughs> the Crows and the musical numbers pay homage, Dave, to a great part of American history, these people who want people to learn history. Right. Well, how are they going to learn about minstrel shows uh -huh. if they don't see Dumbo, Dave? With the performers, the black chorus, Dave, with uh, the uh, tattered clothing, the... Uh, no faces, by the way. If you watch that, there are no faces <laughs> on any of the black. Well, characters. is Dumbo the one with the with the crows on the on the? The leader phone? of the group is Dumbo, and do you know uh, the leader of the group, Dave? Uh, name of the, the crows group of, name of the crows? Um, no, I don't know. Jim Crow. Oh, Jim Crow. Okay. Hilarious. Uh, coincidence. History. Sure. <laughs> Come on. It was, of course, uh, the name of the laws that enforced racial segregation in the southern United States. That is the history that we need to teach okay. our young children. So, so people are uh, complaining the, that... The song, Dave. 
my favorite. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, the Song of the Rastabouts, oh, where man. they faceless black workers toil away to offensive lyrics like, when we get our pay, we throw our money away. <laughs> I love Walt Disney. All right. I thought that was from a Kanye West song, actually. Ah, he may have uh, sampled that. Yeah. Stolen, yeah. Uh, I was just having dinner with Kanye and oh, uh, oh, okay. Donald Trump before he didn't talk to me anymore. Uh -huh. Called me a meatball, Dave. <laughs> That's not going to stick. <laughs> you go to jail in Florida if you even say meatball or order a meatball. So, uh, Governor, then tell us this. You, you brought his name up and we're, we're, everybody's anticipating this. Are you going to run for president? I think that the people of uh, America need uh, the courage to be free, Dave, and that's why I wrote that book. And the book is called? The Courage to Be Free. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what we need. Okay. Uh, it is, uh, you know, I'm dedicated to standing up for people for their rights. Uh, it is uh, unfortunate that America's corporations have become the protagonists in battles over American politics and culture. I said to him, hey, come on, you never, you don't criticize the Chinese ever. You make nine out of the, the 99 cents out of a dollar in China. Come on. This is where we got to get the, the record straight. This <laughs> well, is where we got to well, get the record uh, straight. Well, Governor, I still, I, I, I know this is rare for a politician. I don't think you've actually answered my question. Are you going to be running? You're going to be in the primaries against Donald Trump, who you owe much of your career to, and is, you know, frankly leading in the polls right now. Are you going to be running? Let me, uh, let me put it this way, Dave. Uh, here, uh, you and Ernie are both uh, baseball fans. Uh, uh, Phil. Phil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, if I were coaching first base and Ron DeSantis hits, let's say, a Blazing line drive to right center for a single, as I did on the Dunedin Little League oh, team uh, yep, mm -hmm. in the World Series day, Little League World Series. And I went on to coach and was the captain, Dave, of the Yale baseball team. Yes. Third base, right-handed pitcher, yes. Ron DeSantis. Uh -huh, uh -huh. If I were to coach, I'd be given the go sign. That's what I'll say. <laughs> so, okay. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I gotta it would be a big scoop for us if we could say, on our show, Ron DeSantis announced he was running. Is that what you're saying? I mean, uh, I like to be oblique about this, Dave. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, your, your right is here. I'll put it this way. Uh, <laughs> regarding Trump, it's time that a certain governor let the air out of that Chinese balloon, okay? Okay, here we go. How all about right. that? Okay. You take care, you Good fellas. Okay. Bert and Ernie, Thanks, Governor. good to see you. Thank you. Thank you, Governor. Woo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Boy, we're going to be seeing a lot of him, I have a feeling, in the next uh, uh, year. I think we will, have Dave. Him in here, yeah. He is feisty. He's feisty. Yeah. One after, how, how about that backstory to the whole Disney well, That's interesting, fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Be something like that. I hate yeah. those line passes, yeah. don't you, Dave? <laughs> well, those people in the, in the wheelchairs, I mean, come on, you yeah. know? Come yeah. on, take yeah. my money. I mean, that the Santos family had been waiting all day, Dave. <laughs> um, I wonder what, you know, to go to Disneyland, it must cost for, like, a family of four, it's probably a thousand bucks, right, to get in? Well, gosh. Uh, Close to it. I have no grandchildren. Hope to and hope to go back to Disney with them. But my last visit, uh, I'm going to say, Dave, was around 
1989 or so. Okay. Uh, at that time, it was Disneyland in California. Yeah, right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I think the ticket for all day was $135. Sounds about right, yeah. Uh -huh. At that time. Yeah, that's, which that's wiped us 40 out. years ago. And, yeah. and kids were probably half that, let's say. Uh -huh. yeah. So that's $400 bucks right there. Yeah, uh, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago, yeah. So. And, you know... By the time, and, and and of course, once you're trapped in the park, it's it's everything Disney, you know, like, like uh, Governor DeSanto said, it was uh, what uh, forty dollars for a for a sack of popcorn. Uh, how much at Trader Joe's earlier today? Uh, popcorn, uh, I think it was. Is uh, popcorn two, up? Has inflation two, hit two, the popcorn? Two ninety nine. That's not so bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah. not so bad. Yeah. Did, did uh, Governor DeSantis sound nasally to you, Dave? A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't know if it was uh, cold or something like that. Yeah, a little, a little nasally, yeah. 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 And he didn't have that, that though, that, that sort of affected Harvard or Yale No, he's, bur he's buried that for sure. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's a regular yeah. guy there. And a Navy man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this, this is he interesting He seems like a really decent guy, except for his idiotic politics. Yeah. Well, that he seems great. You know. Yeah, we like him a baseball player, <laughs> you know. Little League World Series, so, that's something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you go on to play college ball. I mean, uh, in fact, the bios that I had read about him did not mention whether there was any pro interest. Uh -huh, yeah. But maybe his uh, his ambition was law school. Yeah, that's probably the case, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and he, thinking, you know, uh, seriously, it, it, it would be interesting to, he, to hear him and Trump debate. Yes. Because he is a pretty solid guy as far as uh, I mean he's 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 as much of a jerk as Trump I guess because a lot of people yeah. like they don't want to go down and get down where Trump is they don't want to go that low he won't have any problem at all with that so it doesn't seem like he would uh, and uh, he seems to have a temper which yeah. you know might be interesting if uh, Trump is able to push that button to see what comes out yeah. there are the you know he's I mean, he seems like a man who's in, in fairly good physical condition. He's yeah. only 44 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Well, his wife uh, is but quite, quite attractive. Yeah. She's probably in her late 30s, I'm guessing. We like know that. that he was an athlete. He doesn't yeah. seem to be in poor shape. Yeah. A little husky, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and That's a Republican, though. A little on the short side mm -hmm. by presidential candidate standards and also by Trump standards. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if that's where Trump goes with this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tiny D? Was it Tiny D? I think that was that Tiny I D. Think so. Hey, my name is Stephanie Leonga. You're listening to Is This On on KMKR Radio. So, Tiny D might be funny. By the way, I, I Well, I also some, think uh, that he's somebody that, like, like Trump is going to lay heavy on him, and he's doing it already. I made you. It was my support that got you right. over the top. I'm the reason that you got... And I, and I just imagine, kind of reminds me of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where... Han Solo, Harrison Ford, is standing there and finally gets fed up and just takes his gun out and shoots the guy. I think yes. Trump can run through all of those ways that he made DeSantis what he is. DeSantis sure. can just say, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it from here. You know? That's right. Uh, and, of course, to hear uh, DeSantis tell it these days uh, was a rather tepid endorsement, actually, at the time. Right, he, had, yeah. 
he had asked. Yes, that's true. Yeah. For it, and it was just simply a tweet that said something like "one of the young uh, Republican stars" or something like yeah, that. Uh -huh. So uh, he didn't, uh, according to the Santos. We should have asked. Yeah. Well, you did, but yeah, he he'll, be back. he'll be yeah, back. Yeah, he'll be back. Uh, I believe he he said that Trump likes to put it that he begged for the endorsement. Right. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like everybody who comes up to him and says, "Sir." His sir stories, you know, trumpets always like yeah, big, big guy. He's crying. Big Never cried in his life. Guys, yeah. his sir? You know. Yeah. Yes. That well, happens. Hey, I wanted to mention, you know, we've got what about eight minutes left yeah. here, and um, I'll be at uh, Spark Friday night. Spark was once a month over Great on to hear. Broadway. There. Uh, see what time is that show, Dave? Uh, that show, I believe, is a seven o'clock start, a six thirty sign up, and that is an open mic. That's an open uh, mic, and I believe you get up to ten minutes. You get 10, yeah. I'm actually going to, I asked Ernie, I sent him a note, if I can, uh, I got a set, I probably get run like 12 or 13, but I want to do the whole thing yeah. as a piece, so I asked him. Well, Ernie's always very flexible. Yeah, and like John John says, John John says, I always like to close at uh, Spark, he says, because then I can go on as long as I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so I, t I said to Ernie, put me up late or, you know. Before John John, after John. John yeah, like it's a very nice room. Ernie yeah. Salaya, our good friend, yeah. former guest here on ITO, yeah. runs a really nice open mic. Mm -hmm. Always makes you feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Did he? Did he? Did he write a book? No, he didn't write a book. I don't think so. No. <laughs> but otherwise, we'd have. Yeah, but er, Ernie's great. Anybody yeah. knows Ernie knows he's just like you know, just the greatest guy. Not and, a funny guy himself. Yeah, and funny, and and I would say he's kind of like he's like a, a reluctant host. Yeah. You know, he's, but he's uh, good at hosting, uh, but he kind of goes in and out of being a comic and all that stuff. And, Always good, though. Always fun. One thing about uh, the open mic at Spark that I love, Dave, is they actually have a local following that comes to watch the show as an audience, which is a great... That's uh, one of the reasons. I mean, I really don't go anywhere else yeah. anymore. <laughs> I'm not, that I'm not that I'm welcome anywhere else, but it's just that I like going there because it's like you do. You know the people, and they've seen you a few times, and you can make you know references. Very relaxed. It's very casual. It's a, it reminds me of like in, in Nashville where they have the, the, the songwriters... I forget what the showcase is called, but they all kind of sit around, just kind of sing their song. And kind of that, that feeling there, where you're just kind of like family, yeah. get up and tell your jokes. And, yeah, absolutely. You know. The uh, the uh, the vibe they were kind of going for uh, in that group uh, that was with Bob Dylan and George Harrison, the Wilburys, the, the traveling, traveling Wilburys. Yep. Mm -hmm. They always seem to be. Uh, remember the. There's one song, and you see it in the video, where the drummer has no drums. He's playing the refrigerator shells. <laughs> and it, the great, great music, also. Yeah. I was going to say, Dave, one thing I'll never forget about Ernie's mic at Spark. <clears throat> how, what an open environment it is, and what a uh, just non-judgmental, ready-to-go-with-the-flow environment was the night when Craig Gass, the great uh, yeah. comedy... Sure. Uh, mm -hmm. Comedian performer who is from Tucson yep. was in town sadly because his mother had passed away. Mm -hmm. yep. Well, he must have Googled open mics in Tucson or whatever and contacted Ernie and Ernie had him there. But you know, it wasn't a big deal. It was, it, and I thought Craig Gass treated it appropriately. Obviously, he was filled with emotion and yeah, spoke, yeah. you know, glowingly and lovingly about his mother, but also his experiences in Tucson and, and right, right, yeah. being a comic here. And I thought, boy, there's a lot of other open mics here that I don't know would know how to react just so casually as Ernie did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a memorable... Now, he must have probably done about 20 minutes, if I recall. 
Yeah, he was up there a while. He was great, though. He was uh, great, yeah. I, I, I think I mentioned I hosted an open mic at Cafe Passe, and he dropped yeah. in That's right. five years, years ago, ago, probably. Yeah. And uh, both times, just, just the nicest guy, I would say, you know, people should be more aware that, of who he is and, right. and that he's from Tucson oh. because he's a very, very successful comic who came out of Tucson. And, uh, and you don't see him life because, you know, he had to have performed at Laughs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. And uh, I happen to know this from hearing him on the radio several times. He used to be a frequent guest of uh, Steve Dahl in Chicago. Oh, back okay, in makes the day. sense, yeah. And he's a pretty skilled impressionist. Well, that's so. where I first know him was from the Howard Stern show. Yeah. Where he would go on, and his specialty was baby Al Pacino. <laughs> his little baby Al Pacino was fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he had an interesting life. And, you know, he's a guy, his parents were uh, hearing impaired. You know, he grew up, remember him talking about that. And, yes. And he said that. Well, he said the reason that he thought he was good at impressions is because there was no, nothing was spoken in his house because his parents were hearing impaired. So he would watch TV and, and learn how to talk from the TV and imitate them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He was a great guy and, and a very talented guy. It was great oh, to see him. absolutely. And uh, you know what? Uh, we've got to try to get in touch with him and have him as a guest yeah, on ITL. Yeah, yeah. You know, even a Zoom or whatever, or maybe he'll be through town. Yeah. That would be uh, yeah. That would be wonderful. I got you. Know, I'll, I'll send him a note and just say, "Hey, if you're in town, you know, give us a heads up, and we'll have you on." Oh, that would be yeah, wonderful. Sure, that yeah. would be wonderful. Dave, we're 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 running out of time, tick, but tick, uh, tick. you've got Spark coming mm -hmm. up. Uh, lots of big uh, comics touring. I I, I know the uh, we we talked about it a few shows back. Amy Poehler uh, mm -hmm. and Tina Fey are mm -hmm. touring. I think pretty much East Coast and Midwest. I didn't see any shows in uh, hmm. L.A. or Not Phoenix, mm -hmm. uh, so maybe if that goes well, they'll continue the tour. Mm -hmm. But they're out and about. Uh, lots of things happening all over the place. Uh, did you see any of the Chris Rock uh, live? I Netflix? saw. Well, I not not really. I mostly read about it. I read you know the things that he said about Will Smith. Yeah. And things going through and 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 we we've kind of hit on this earlier. You, you and I did how they. Uh, there are some people who kind of transcend wokeness, because certainly Chris Rock says things that would get people up in arms, and yeah. uh, uh, there's, a, there's a few other... Mel Brooks, of right course. now, because he's both so beloved, of course he's very political and he knows not to say the wrong thing now, but, um, uh, you know, there's just some, there's some people that, that get away with it. because they're Yeah, Sarah Silverman would be another yeah. who yeah. certainly has had issues... Uh, and the one that, that, that seems to haunt her forever is the appearance of blackface on her own right. sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Though, of course, ironically, it was done to make the opposite point. Right, right. Yeah. But there's that image of you, and that never yeah. seems to go away. Well, I mean, to me, it's remarkable, and I guess we have one minute here left, uh, that uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and I like Jimmy Kimmel, he's very talented and very popular now, but, you know, when he did The Man Show, yes, that was, that was a solid... Uh, anti-woke show. Was that also not uh, Bob Odenkirk? It, it was black. Uh, Adam Carolla was Adam a sidekick Carolla. on that one. And uh, they uh, did, I mean, it ended with the slow motion girls jumping on trampolines. Yes. Remember that? I mean, that was it. Blackface. Oh, vaguely. <laughs> blackface. He, he was Oprah. He was Carl uh, Malone, I think. You know, they, Blackface was used quite a bit back then. Yeah. I don't think it was I don't have a problem with it in cases like that where you're impersonating a specific person. It's yeah. good to try to look like them. But the fact that he gets away with it today is amazing. But good for him. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up, Dave. Let's just remind folks that uh, 
We always appreciate our listeners who tune in to 99.9 FM KMKR, uh, either uh, over the air or streaming at zerocraft.org. Check out the wonderful Zerocraft Makerspace and sign up for any number of great opportunities. Bill, I swear there's eight more of them down there than there was before. And they, yeah. all, look, they all look like George Santos. They're popping them out of yeah. the 3D wow, printer, Dave. Yeah. You're right. Wow. You're right. Uh, woodworking is another. Uh, he's, he's kind of wooden, George Santos, so <laughs> maybe they can combine those two. Uh, just a fun place to be. Jewelry making. Well, yeah. well, just yeah. many, if you have many, any interest in anything that we've mentioned or things like it, check out this place. Zerocraft.org. Zero with an X. We're on the corner of 6th and 9th here in beautiful downtown Tucson. And under a mountain of gravel. Yes, indeed. Hop on a train and come by. And then, of course, look for our podcast, which you can find on Anchor, Apple, everywhere else, really, that you find podcasts. Is this on? Thanks for tuning in. For Dave Margolis, this is Phil Gordon wishing you a good night. You're tuned to KMKR 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. Thank you, and good night. We're good? Clear? You know, it's, um, I have no idea what DeSantis sounds like. I don't remember hearing him speak. You know who does them is that Matt Friend. He's getting a lot of press now, too. What we, what we Some are about, yeah. better than others, yeah. as we talked yeah. about. Uh, I've been studying them myself, and I, I, I heard the nasally part. So okay. go listen to them and see what you yeah, think. Yeah. And I, think that's I mean, I, I guess way. I saw him. I just thought he was like very... like very. Let's like, not so forget to do a promo. Yeah, yeah. You we'll want to see downstairs. if the sign's yeah, yeah. on? Yeah. It's not, let's do it up here because it's quieter. All right, let me check. Do you have to unplug her and do anything yeah. there? I'll be right back. Thank you.